0: Welcome
1: to EY Access with your host Eric Young. Hello, everybody. My name is Eric Young. I'm President Creative Director of EY Studios, and welcome to another episode of EY Access. I'm joined here by Tara Davis. Tara, how's it going? Good, Eric. How are you today? Tara, we've got a jam-packed program. We've got awesome guests here. We've got Scott Smigler and Don Cole. We'll introduce Scott first. He is the CEO of Exclusive Concepts. Scott, are you with us? I'm here. I'm ready. Very good, and Don Cole, have we woken you up yet, are you there? I am here and ready to go. All right, very good. Well, what we're covering here today, guys, we're going to be talking about what's going on with Yahoo, and we're also going to be talking about platforms in general. Uh, A lot of people are are wondering exactly the ins and outs of how to migrate to a different platform, things they need to keep in mind, and if they should migrate. Uh, So, we'll be talking about a lot of things here today. But let's start at the top with Yahoo. Lots of questions about what's going on with the platform, uh, the ins and outs of the, the politics at Yahoo, and uh, lots of news announcements. So Don, what do you make of the most recent announcements and what's going on over there in California?
2: You know, um, there's a lot to look at with Yahoo. I mean, obviously, they, they attempted uh, to spin off to became Abaco that was going to spin off, and that sort of got uh, pulled back. Um, by really like the, the board, and uh, so it's sort of reverse direction. So now Abaco is part of Yahoo. People wonder if the Abaco name is going to stick, and the Abaco name is sticking. It's now basically Abaco, small business, you know, but it's part of Yahoo. Um, so that is sticking around, and so they're still making moves. They're still progressing with the platform, and there's still a lot of development going on that they had planned when the spinoff was going to occur. Um, which is the good side Uh, but now it's part of yahoo and so once again they're no longer a separate entity so now they're back under watching what yahoo wants to do with them and as yahoo progresses what happens with them with all these changes in the market and their investors and the board and all of these policies Mm -hmm. so it makes for an interesting combination to say the least
1: right Now, I think, to use that last point about combination, I think that a lot of people are equating Yahoo Small Business, or I guess it's Abaco Small Business right now, uh, to Yahoo Corporate. And I I really think that's kind of a mistake right now. I mean, I I see kind of two different camps. I mean, obviously, the small business portion reports to corporate. I really see corporate making all the decisions. Uh, What's your take there, Don? Agree or disagree? Yeah, I think think corporate's making a lot of the
2: decisions in regards to Yahoo as as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, Yahoo's, you know, Abaco's small business, you know, the small business team is still focused on merchants and and they know what merchants need, um, but their overarching control is to Yahoo. So they can still make moves in relation to merchants and working towards development, but they are still under the Yahoo purview, so therefore, You know, if there's another spin or a sell-off or any kind of change like that, that is not something that they can control. Um, And so some of what they can and can't do, say, whatever, may be limited by the corporate, you know, Mm -hmm. above them. That doesn't really get the small business quite the same. Right. Yeah, and and I'll just jump in on that
0: if I could. So if you look at what happened as the spin-off plan was announced originally, you know, was it a year or two ago? The, the new management of Yahoo Small Business was really challenging Yahoo Corporate. They wanted to be open, they wanted to be transparent, they wanted to talk to merchants and developers and collaborate to build a better platform. Um, that's still happening, um, but if you kind of take a step back, you know, over the last five years and ask yourself, where were we before the spin-off talk even started? We had a company, Yahoo, that had tremendous uncertainty they were cycling through CEOs like M and M's, right? And there was a question as to whether the company would get acquired. And Yahoo's been trying to sell itself, presumably for years. Um, you have a lot of these activist shareholders um, trying to force some type of move by Yahoo to create some value from the stock. They were boosted by this Alibaba stock, and so we basically had what, like a 12, 16-month diversion with all this, um, with all the spinoff talk. And now in some ways you can say we're back to where we started, right? Um, but there are some differences. So now um, Yahoo is on much stronger server architecture, um, which is a good good thing. Um, they have, at least this we're, we're aware of, they have additional engineers who are investing and building in the product. Um, and so there are some kind of good things in the short term. From a big picture perspective, um, the question is, um, is the asset, you know, when we get down to the bottom line risk, Is the asset of Yahoo Small Business or Avco or Avco, I always always pronounce it wrong, is that asset going to remain despite all of these shifts with Yahoo? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can look at it and say, you know, this is one division of Yahoo that's actually making money. Um, so if there were any division at Yahoo that I would say is likely to persist regardless of whether it's sold or acquired, you know, what happens, um, I, I think there's some security in that. But as, as we've been talking about, Eric and Dom, there's also some other major questions about, um, you know, if I'm a merchant, how do, I, how do I take all this in? How do I perceive this risk, and what do I do about it?
1: Well, you brought up a lot of really good points, Scott. I want to kind of uh, go through several of those. I and mean, you talked about... Um, I want to bring Don in on this too, the engineers that are working on the product. Uh, You know, they were brought in to help with the spinoff, and now they remain, right, Don? But uh, what what do you think we can expect realistically in terms of development on the platform, Don? Any any guesses there?
2: Yeah, you know, I I think the nice part of it, I mean, is that those engineers, as far as I know, do still remain. Um, They're no longer obviously working on the spinoff stuff, so they have been in large part repurposed as I, as I understand. So they are working on the platform. I know that there are a number of new initiatives. I mean, they came up with uh, this uh, new HTML email option that, that's now, I think it's in beta still, um, and they're working on some other new features, some other enhancements, and a lot of things that merchants have asked for for years. So that's actually, to me, exciting that we're seeing movement, but honestly, Before the spin-off, we hadn't seen. And since the spin-off, you know, talks a year ago, we've seen more movement in the last year by Yahoo in improving the platform than we had in the years before. (laughs) Um, And so that is actually a really good thing. Um, So I think if we can keep that momentum, that would be great. Um, Now we'll see long-term what Yahoo Corporate decides to do with small business, and that may impact things. Uh, but at least for the short term, but what we see, we're seeing good movement, we're seeing activity, we're seeing new development, new features that they've got in the works or planned, honestly, in the in the months. So it's it's very exciting from that standpoint.
1: Right, it is. And Scott, you mentioned value about the platform. I'm just curious on your thoughts in regards to the differences between Yahoo Corporate and how they perceive the value versus YSB. I keep saying YSB and Yahoo, not Abaco, but... Uh, I mean, I, I think there's kind of, from my perspective, there's two different perspectives. Uh, Yahoo Corporate is looking at the dollars, what it actually brings in, um, and YSB looks at it from a little bit more of a granular sense. They see the customization ability of the platform and what it offers merchants specifically that leads to the dollars. But how do you think Yahoo at in, in, in corporate level and then the small business level sees the value in what they're trying to do with these enrichments. What's your take, Scott?
0: My guess is that, you know, they're going through this whole um, strategy process with McKinsey to figure out what to do. And I would expect that they see that the Yahoo or the Abco small business unit um, could be a, a valuable chip, depending on whether they do a reverse spin, which might mean, you know, keeping the Alibaba shares and Yahoo Small Business at Yahoo and then selling off the rest of the company or who knows, maybe in three months they're gonna tell us, you know, we're gonna proceed with the spin. So I, I think that they truthfully don't know what the strategy is going to be yet. Um, but, you know, here you have a unit again that's profitable that's desired by the market um, that could also play to some of their financing efforts so I I just don't think they've made up their mind but I think they know that they can't let you know one of the few parts of Yahoo that's actually worth something diminish in equity and I think that's why they're continuing to make a lot of these investments Mm -hmm. um, until they figure out what their strategy is
2: well,
1: to me, one of the looming aspects of the strategy that they've made public, they've made no secret about this, uh, talking about Yahoo Corporate here, when interviewed by the press, is they've made several statements uh, not ruling out a sale of the business, and not just sale of, of small business, but all aspects of Yahoo. Uh, they've been very public about that, so I think it's, it's uh, fair game to comment on that here. So... In context of what we're talking about about uh, all these improvements I mean do we kind of see this as, you know fattening the calf to slaughter so to speak or they're making it I guess a little bit too dramatic of a term but they're making it more <laughs> of, uh, you know sale you know to, to somebody that's trying to invest in the platform and, I mean with that looming over with a potential sale how, how does that flavor everything else what do you guys think
0: well, my, my quick perspective on this is, you know, Yahoo, remember, is still one of the most highly trafficked websites in the world, um, and they have a lot of properties that are used by a lot of people. They just haven't figured out how to monetize them. So I think that, um, I, I think that a lot of this is going to be kind of up in the air until they get their strategy right. They've always been trying to sell Yahoo, I think, or, or at least... Um, you know that's, that's been the word that I've read from analysts over the last 10 or 15 years uh, but it's a hard company to sell um, so I think it's going to be I, I, I think it's going to be hard to predict I, I think it's just going to be a lot, of, a lot of living in the gray this year
1: mm-hmm. Well I certainly want to come back to that gray area as we talk more in, into the podcast but Don before we get, go into all that what's your take in terms of, of the, the sale potentially looming over all this, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, depending on what they sell and how they sell, I mean, if they were to say sell off small business by itself, which, you know, obviously anything's up for, for grabs at this point or, you know, what could or could not happen, um, I think it would be, you know, interesting to see. I think it might be a little scary to see where's it going to go, but I think, um, you know, as uh, Scott pointed out, it's profitable and it's, and it's got a good customer base, and so if, it did, if, if that got sold off, I think it'd have some good potential down the road because someone looking to buy it would be looking to expand the platform and move it forward. Um, you know, Yahoo itself, if they sell off in parts or whatever, obviously it you know, depends on where does small business end up? Does it end up being pushed by the wayside or whatever? But since they are profitable, they do make money, to me, at least in my head, they've got to do something with it that is of use of that. And um, so I think there's good potential down the road if we can if small business does end up separate from Yahoo Corporate, whether it be a spin-off, reverse spin, or sold-off, or whatever. Um,
1: I think at least that would, would be, you know, hopeful to me long-term, I think. Well, the spin-off was something we were all hoping for. I know I know the small business was extremely hopeful uh, for that, and, and that was obviously the best-case scenario in all of this. Uh, it would be its own entity. All of the improvements would mean towards something that is, you know, a long-lasting entity. Um, But now that the spinoff is not happening, that kind of dashed the hopes of a lot of folks, including myself, to be frank. Um, But when we talk about profit, and we've mentioned that several times here on the podcast, there's really kind of two different entities, it's not just one entity, it's it's, uh, um, the Merchant Solutions as well as Yahoo stores or Abaco stores. And so let's talk about that a little bit, Don. I mean, you've got completely different code bases for these platforms. RTML is the inherent code for uh, uh, Merchant Solutions, but then you have Yahoo Stores over here, and Yahoo Stores isn't on my radar at all. I don't know about you guys, we don't do any development for Yahoo Stores. All of our clients are on Merchant Solutions, so Yahoo Stores is not even on my purview right now. Uh, I'm not sure if y'all have the same take or not, but, how do you compare the the two distinct versions of the platforms in the in context of what we're talking about here? What do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, they are they're completely different animals. Uh, Merchant Solutions is obviously the the you know long tooth you know creation here that's been around forever now, um, and then you've got Yahoo Stores that's now coming up on what like two years or something like this, and as much as they are still adding on both. Um, platforms which is nice to see, to me it seems like Yahoo Stores, just because of the fact that it's so new, is just not getting as much in the way of activity, at least from what I'm seeing. I mean, I'm not getting requests from merchants on that platform, you know, to do a lot of stuff or see a lot of changes, and so I don't know, you know, my guess is it's because it's a lot more starter merchants that are, that are starting up there. Um, where you have more established merchants that are looking to do more and expand more on the older platform, um, that's my my guess. I don't know the numbers as to you know the actual sign-ups of, of new stores on the you know Yahoo Stores platform, uh, but I just feel like Merchant Solutions. There's just so much more you can do still. I think Stores has a, has a potential future, mm-hmm. but but I don't know. It's tough to say.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you think on that, Scott?
2: Yeah, you know,
0: first of all, I'll, I'll I'll say this. I've seen some really interesting features on Yahoo stores. I would say some pr- relatively innovative features. So, you know, being able to do adaptive site creation by having multiple different um, versions of your store available in the same platform that you can A-B test against. That was one. Um, there were others. But I think to launch a new platform like that requires a lot of marketing, requires a lot of support um, in terms of a, you know, a robust developer network that can help build it out. and a lot of their strategies seem to be focused on instead of going after kind of the mid-market stores seem to be going after you know, the, the real small stores, um, you know people that were literally just starting in e-commerce. and it takes a while. It can take three, five, seven years if that's your strategy to get enough growth. Um, to really have it be worthwhile. And, and right now, uh, Yahoo just doesn't have that right, no pun intended. So um, I think that they're probably not going to, my analysis is, they're probably not going to really beef that up. When I think about the value of merchant solutions versus some of the other platforms, I kind, of, I, I kind of classify like Magento, e-commerce, some of the other platforms out there as either being, you know, kind of open source or a very managed platform. When you're mm-hmm. working in open source, you know you have total customizability, which is great, but you have responsibility for things like hosting and dealing mm-hmm. with DDoS attacks and things like that. Whereas when you have a completely managed service, and Shopify, you know, could be a good example of this. Um, you know, things just work. You don't have a lot of the hassles, but you do run into some roadblocks when it comes to being able to fully customize. And Yahoo's Merchant Solutions, why I love it is it's kind of a balance of both. You get the benefits of being able to customize to a very large degree, but you don't have to worry about a lot of the blocking and tackling, and you kind of have a fixed cost. You know, Yahoo hasn't raised their prices in many years, and now, and Don, i see seen some of your analysis and some of these price increases happening, but there are real benefits to merchant solutions. I, I, don't, I don't really see Yahoo having any choice over the next year or two, but to really focus on that. Um, I just don't know how Yahoo Stores, is, I can't imagine a scenario when Yahoo Stores is going to get a leg, even though I think it has some really compelling features.
1: Well, and Scott, you outlined here a lot of the things of, that I, I really love about Yahoo. I love its customization ability. I mean, that's what's kept me and my team on the, the platform for so many years. It offers something that a lot of platforms don't have. But, Don, ironically, that's the thing that concerns me in regards to a potential sale. I can't see any suitor looking at Yahoo and getting excited about RTML. Am I, am I wrong on that? What do you think?
2: Well, I think that's, I mean, it's certainly something, especially since RTML, rightly or wrongly, I think in some ways has gotten a, a bad break in the, you know, outside of the Yahoo world, everyone's like, oh, it's horrible, you can't do a lot of things. And a lot of it, people don't understand what you can do with it. I think there's a ton that could be done to the platform. Um, you know, I've got notes and like crazy on things that could be done with the existing RTML to really make it uh, able to do more and, and more accessible. Uh, so I think there's a ton that could be done. Now, the question is whether someone buying it out will see that and be open to that or so whether they will just go, oh, we've got this platform now. What we need to do is figure out how to get that customer base into something else. Um, mm-hmm and you know who knows it depends on who's buying it what their
1: purpose is and that's the hardest part to know obviously because we have no idea who a potential buyer might even be much less what they want to do with it right Um, scott similar take on that oh yeah i agree okay well you know one of the things i keep thinking about are are the merchants involved and i'm curious on your take um, from what you've seen with your own merchants i know you guys are, are like me you talk to them every day uh, what, what are you hearing? I mean, what I'm hearing is just a lot of folks that are worn out. They've seen so many narratives change over the last few years, That's just like, what now? You know, they're almost kind of desensitized to it at this point, but I see some different camps emerging at the same time. You know, there's some that are saying, you know what, this is, it's frustrating, but uh, I've got a lot invested on this platform, and I'm going to keep, keep with it. I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to keep uh, doing redesigns on it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're still seeing that. Um, no matter what, and then you got the other camp that's saying, hey, "Listen, get me off this roller coaster. I'm tired of this. Um, you know, talk to me about re-platforming. What's involved there? Uh, are you guys seeing similar camps emerge among your client base, or, or something different than I've not named? What, what are you seeing?"
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I know personally. Oh, but but no, after you, after you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've seen. Uh, definitely, you know, two camps or maybe even three where, yeah, you've got those that have paid attention to all the news, paid attention to all the changes, and they're, you know, worried about the changes, and so they're like, we got to get off this. we got to move because I can't stand it. Um, and you have others that have been here a while, and what they're looking at is, you know what, there's a lot of news about what's going on, but the platform's still stable. There's still development happening. So, in reality, what's actually happening in their store, there's nothing really particularly hitting their store that's bad. In fact, actually, good things are happening to their store. And so they're like, you know, we're going to stick this out until we see a definite reason to move. You know, just the roller coaster by itself of the media doesn't necessarily mean, mean I need to move my store. Right. Because there's cost, there's time, there's risks involved. And so just because something looks all exciting and I'm watching it go up and down, but my store's going along and moving along fine, I don't want to take that risk. So mm-hmm. there's definitely you know a couple of different camps as to, as to what to do. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think merchants are smart, um, especially
0: the ones on this platform that have been at this for um, a long enough time that they've seen a lot of fads. They've seen the grass is greener pitches come time and again. Um, and, and not pan out. So I think, you know, the, the overall tone that I've seen over the last few years has been kind of deliberate. You know, I'll move when I have a, a reason to move, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I'm not going to get swayed by you know, kind of the the other platforms emailing in saying, yeah, who's about to fall. You know, they're smart, and you know, you're also talking about a group of people who have overcome a lot to build their business, and so they know. You know, if there's a surprise that comes tomorrow with Yahoo, they know they can deal with it. Uh, however, I think that, you know, we, we do hear a lot more people who are really getting their ducks in a row. They're saying, okay, well, I may not pull the trigger today, but I need to put my plan together because I may need to pull it tomorrow if Yahoo gets sold or if there's a big issue with engineers. Mm-hmm. But there's the other group that I see where there are people that are looking to do either big redesigns, they want to go responsive, where they want, you know, they're growing, and they want to make real investments uh, in their technology. And in those cases, you know, it, that, that makes this a much more complicated decision.
1: It does. Because then you
0: really have to handicap it and say, you know, am I going to spend a lot of money um, right now investing in my business if I may have to, um, you, know, make a, you know, reinvest a lot of this in a year or two? And I think mm-hmm. that's one area where, um, you know, I think, I think... It's that. That's
1: the. That's the tough camp. It's an extremely tough camp. You know, I was talking to a lady the other day that called us up, and um, you know, she knows she has to make some really big changes on her online store, and some are what I would classify as low hanging fruit changes. But then there's some other big sweeping changes she knows she has to make. But like you just said, Scott, is it worth laying out the money now when there's so much uncertainty about the platform? Um, you know, does she need to save that money even though it's, it's, it, it's costing her right now in sales some of the things that she's put off, but does she need to save it and put it towards a uh, replatform or go ahead and bite the bullet and do it with Yahoo? So I, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's extremely difficult trying to navigate that when you just don't know. There's so much gray area, as you pointed out earlier. Yeah, it's a good point.
0: What kind of further complicates this is, you know, in an ideal world, you like to always say, let's wait and see. Um, But, you know, there are things happening in e-commerce that are creating urgency. Mobile is a big one. Um, Merchants are seeing more and more of their traffic come from mobile, but mobile conversion rates are still converting at, like, half of desktop. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, desktop traffic is actually starting to decline in a lot of cases because of mobile. And so, you know, uh, if if you don't have a great mobile solution for your site right now and you go through this year without it, that's going to impact sales. You know, Either it's going to make your sales go down or it's going to take a lot of wind out of your growth. And so, you know, that's one area where just kind of waiting and seeing, you know, for this all to play out over the next 16 months, um, it, it makes, that makes it a bad decision in many cases.
1: Yeah. Don, what's your take?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely something where a lot of people are not sure what to do. Uh, but... I think in a lot of ways you've got to make a decision, you've got to do something, uh, like particularly on mobile and you know, whether you're using Yahoo's built in mobile solution, which works for a lot of merchants, um, or you know, you're looking at doing a responsive site and, and moving forward and trying to really improve the the plat- you know, what your store can do for you know, sales, and I think you've got to try and continue to look at how can you move forward, even though you've got these unknowns. Be looking at as much information as you can, and go look at do I do I move forward here? I need to keep moving. I can't just sit there and wait, you know, forever. And you know, know that the platform, at least from a platform perspective, is here, is around. Yeah, there's some unknowns as to what's going to happen down the road, but that's down the road. We we just don't know. And so if you're if you're going to stick it out here, you've got to keep moving and you know improving your store and moving forward with it. And you can't just wait forever. That's just you can't.
1: You cannot stay still. That's that's one rule in e-commerce, if you stay still, you're dead, because there's so many other competitors that uh, that want you to stay still, that want you to be a uh, slow-moving target, um, and we, you know, we see what happens um, with that over and over, but Scott, you mentioned something earlier that so many other platforms are being hyper-aggressive about approaching Yahoo merchants. I mean, I, I get reports of that every other day. Seems like uh, with uh, Platform X reached out to me saying this or this about Yahoo. Now is a good time to m- what other platforms are saying and maybe dispel some of those rumors here. Um, one of those, Don, is uh, they're talking about how easy it is to to move your code or your design over from your Yahoo Store to another platform. I had a merchant say that uh, they were approached by a salesperson that said, "Oh yeah." You can do this uh, for around, I don't know, around three grand and get whatever you've invested on with Yahoo and just pour it over to our platform and you're good to go. And I just kind of had to chuckle at that because it's just not true. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, it's not even just a Yahoo thing. It's not like, oh, I you know, right, right. can't move from Yahoo. You know, I've got a store that's moving from Big Commerce to Shopify that's interested in it. And I told them the same thing. Look, you've got your big commerce store and you've got it designed. You're gonna move it to Shopify. It doesn't just pull over. I mean the data you can move over, it takes some work. But that's not but the actual design and the features and the functions don't just it's not just a copy and paste. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You basically have to rebuild it. If you want the exact same design and features, you've got to rebuild it. And some of those features may not be doable or may require complete rethinking of how they work because one platform can do it one way, one platform does it another way. Um, so it's far from just a, a simple copy and paste. I mean, most people when they transfer, a large part of them seem to basically go, okay, I'll transfer my data, and then I'll get some generic stock template on the other site and go with that, and then worry about adding features, because just copying your entire design over is just, a, it's, a, it's basically a redesign almost, you know, a entire rebuild of the store if you wanted to copy it over exactly.
1: Scott, are you getting reports from your merchants being reached out to by other platforms? What are you seeing there?
0: Yeah, we are. I mean, a a lot. They're all getting solicitation. So this is a good time to just take a step back and, again, remember the whole grass is greener motto. Mm -hmm. Um, When you have venture capitalists and investors at some of these other e-commerce startups um, involved, and, and they all do a lot of them are looking for five-year exits, right? You know, the whole pump and dump. And so what happens is they go through a very aggressive period of acquiring merchants, and Yahoo has a lot of very desirable ones, because there's a lot of great merchants on the platform. Um, They they bring them all onto the platform, and then they start raising their prices. Because ultimately they have to create the valuation. Uh, And so, you know, there is a question here of loyalty in a way, because you, you look at it and you say, well, how loyalty, how loyal is Yahoo corporate really gonna be to individual merchants? And we all know that, you know, the investors in Yahoo probably don't care. But there's also a lot of account managers, support staff at Yahoo Small Business. Um, there's the leadership there. And a lot of them have been at this platform for years. And there has been a lot of trust developed. And we know that if there's policies that Yahoo Small Business tries to push down, whether they're part of Yahoo or part of a new, new company, we know they're going to fight against that, mm-hmm. and they're going to be advocates for the merchants. And I don't—I haven't yet felt that same thing with a lot of these other new e-commerce startups. Who, um, again, you know, they're answering to the board. Mm-hmm. So that—that is—that is one area that I think does keep a lot of merchants from always thinking, "Yeah, you know, I'm going to believe all these things that the salespeople are telling me." As far as m- moving, you know, that the promise is made. Oh, it's simple, you know. There have been merchants who have pulled off quick, simple moves. Um, those tend to be merchants who are hands-on, who have a lot of tech-savvy, right. and, and in a lot of cases may not have a lot of the complexities. But I've also seen a lot of cases of merchants moving platform to another, and their data is a mess, and they never thought they'd have to worry about migrating their product data. And all of a sudden, that becomes a big project that they didn't plan for, and the salespeople at a lot of these platforms are not going to talk about that. Um, So, you know, there have been a lot of horror stories, and and, and that's something that, um, again, you know, needs to go into the due diligence.